0: We love it. They make it so easy, and we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode fifteen of Project BFF, yes. the podcast. Hey, Terry. Hi, Manya. How you doing? I am doing awesome. How are you doing? Good. Um,
1: equally as awesome. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Always, I think we're always. both always awesome. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a great lead into. We are always awesome. We yes. always look perfect in our photos. Oh
1: my God! We're yes. always
0: hanging out with celebrities, right?
1: Right. And we have to kind of you know push them back when they want to use our time. So exactly, yes.
0: and you know because that's what you see on our social media feeds. How <laughs> awesome we are! <laughs> oh like, yes. So today we're talking about social media and friendships and how does social media impact our friendships? And so we just wanted to start with, we know that social media is like our highlight reel, right? It is. I I post a fabulous vacation, but I'm not really going to post when I'm crying on my couch, Mm -mm. eating ice cream, which I've never done. And you wouldn't, and have never done it because you've never seen it on social no, media. <laughs>
1: because I don't go near a phone or a computer when I'm feeling crappy. So no.
0: Exactly. Yep. And you know, to be fair, I do know people who have shared um, mm-hmm. very difficult on social media. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And so we're being a little
1: Flipping. silly
0: talking yeah. about, it's just yeah. highlight reels. But often friendships, um, on social media what we see are people's highlights reels so you know i'm just curious like how using social media impacts our friendships both positive and negative what are your thoughts terry
1: well i think the positive um is it can keep us in touch with people that we don't live near um family friends and friends of family and friends of friends and um, so build kind of a, a little cyber community that way. Even if it's somebody we might've met once or twice and we're friends with their, we have a mutual um, contact. So it's, it's just a, a nice way to keep in touch um, with, I know that with some groups that I either are part of or, um, or I, I, get, I can get a view into. Some people use it um, to really truly find some compassion and solace, and when they're having difficulties. And you know, people who went to school together are now part of a group on social media, and they support one another in those ways. Um, and finally, I think you know, in, in describing those kind of um, examples, I do. Th- I haven't seen in my feeds, but I know it exists and mostly for the, a younger generation of using it as a really, really cruel way to taunt people and bully people. So I, maybe that's one aspect of this we can look at too, just in terms of is it generational, just what it means to you and what you do with it. But for me, it's a way of keeping in touch with um, and sharing um, with friends and family.
0: Agreed. And about I, you. so just to quickly answer one of your questions, I definitely yeah. think it's generational. Yeah. And I think it would be fabulous to find some guests for future episodes who are of different generations and we can really I, have a conversation. Perfect idea,
1: yeah. Um, because. Yeah, the, uh, sp- expand the conversation without that perspective, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you
0: know, most most of the folks I know and am friends with on social media are of a similar generation. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like our experiences are, are pretty similar. Yep. And I have been, this is going to sound weird, but I have been um, pleased or comforted is maybe mm-hmm. a better word uh-huh. to know that I have friends who feel comfortable sharing difficult mm-hmm. things on mm-hmm. social media. You know, it's a way to reach a lot of people without having to individually tell people if something difficult is going Mm -hmm, on. mm -hmm. Um, I know I've had folks share some pretty serious illnesses, um, deaths, and they've been ways that I can feel connected to that person. And, um, you know, that I, I don't have to interrupt their life to, to send, thoughts and prayers or, or, you know, send them a hug. I can kind of do it in this group format.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. So I think it's been, I think social media can be a really powerful way. And I, I like that of of staying in touch. And I like that people in my group are kind of using it across the whole broad spectrum of what they Mm -hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they they trust and feel comfortable with their friendships and their relationships on social media to share what's, what's really happening.
1: Right, right. But we do know that the other side of that is for somebody to view all of these, all of the posts and content that's seen and feel excluded from it.
0: Yes, um, absolutely.
1: And so and again you know and that could be across the generations um as far as we know but definitely that that's a perspective that that we don't even yeah you know i don't know that i can experience but again i think it's a generational thing and um you know and maybe the certain platforms that i might be on or others like me might be, be on are not seeing some of this either but um but definitely that is so it can be exclusion, it can be, I'm missing the, the tense of the word. It, for some individuals, it could seem like they're being excluded if they're seeing people, their peers or their, um, the people that they know, not inviting them to join into it. And it, mm-hmm. it extends to what, you know, in, in real, it, it's taken what used to happen in the schoolyard onto social media is what it's done.
0: It is. And, you know, we talked a little bit about this in the previous episode or Mm -hmm. a previous episode where, um, you know, we don't, some people do struggle with friendships. I think probably all of us sometimes struggle with friendship. And I think some people often or always struggle with friendship and social media is just this really laser focused lens Mm -hmm. that I think if you are feeling excluded, it I imagine will make it oh. feel much worse. If you wish you got invited to the concert and you didn't, right? Or you, or you did get invited, but for some reason you couldn't go, and then you see the pictures of how great everybody looks and all mm-hmm. the fun that they're having, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I absolutely think that social media is um, like a like a magnifying glass on our lives and it can be like any tool. It can be used for good or bad, or it can be interpreted in a way that makes us happier, a way that makes us frustrated.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And, you know, it goes
1: really deep too, you know, now when I knew we would be talking about this, you know, letting my mind kind of, you know, go beyond what maybe my experience has been, but also recalling things that I've, I've read um, over the past several years about just the, it really has been torturous for some school-age kids, college kids of just what they were driven to do as a result of what's the influence of social media and the use of it by their peers. Yeah. So it even extends beyond just being I'm not, you know, part of the gang or I haven't been included or asked to join this. It's, it, it has been shown to be very dangerous, uh, a very dangerous place. So I guess the big picture is for every individual from, from one age range to the other, it could be different things to different people.
0: Absolutely, you know, and you're talking about online bullying, mm-hmm. which is a very real experience for people of all ages and for all reasons. People get bullied for right. um, online, in because in some ways, depending on the platform, in some ways, people can be these incredible bullies and also be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in some cases, we know that isn't the case. It is schoolmates or people who know somebody who are just piling on top of them. Right. You and I are of the generation where this did not exist when we were teenagers, when we were mm-hmm. in school, mm-hmm. um even college, and I think back to the things I found stressful or shaming um when I was younger, whether or not they you know, objectively needed to be, that's how I experienced them.
1: The schoolyard was not, was a a (sighs) real, yes, we'll go, no, we won't go there. Well, and
0: I had, I don't know if you can, for those of you watching this visually, I don't know if you can tell, but I have strawberry blonde hair and I was the only redhead in my school and got teased a lot for it. It was pretty sensitive kid. I'm a pretty sensitive adult too, but I was, it was very difficult for me to take that kind of that kind of teasing and I did not rise to the level of bullying it was truly schoolyard teasing but it was very difficult for me and I cannot even stomach the thought of what must it be for young people today Mm -hmm. where this gets taken online and photos and comments get shared and zip across the ether um, at lightning speed where before it used at least there used to be you had to actually be there when the thing happened oh. to know the story and then you had to wait until somebody called somebody to tell them the story right. so you know the speed and the um, the speed at which these things move and the ability for mm-hmm. people to share their cruelty, is, it's just a shameful use of the, of a tool oh, okay. that I think can be so amazing for people. Right.
1: But how do we, so, yeah, so we we know all of these, um, the, the various darker aspects of it, and, and which certainly warrants being explored, um, and we probably could, and, and even inviting other people to the conversation about that. Um, but when we we look at it as being something that excludes people, like the examples we were just giving, those, those are people who are excluded because it's at the cost of somebody of others bullying them with it. So yeah. I maybe that's a question for you too. If we're looking at what it like what it's like to feel um, badly because you're excluded from the social media bubble that your peers have. Um, that's maybe that leads to the next level if you're excluded they're probably just gonna not treat you the way you want to be treated so but I don't know if the topic of being of exclusion is it separate from the 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 cyberbullying or is it lead to that
0: That's a good question I yeah. feel like they're just really they may be separate issues but they feel so tangled up
1: yeah in yeah. my mind
0: of um that there's sort of maybe two sides of the same coin I can because it's not just a matter
1: anymore of like you were saying I feel badly because I wasn't invited to the you know sixth grade birthday party that was always bad enough on its own but now I guess if you weren't invited somebody's going to post why why you weren't invited and that takes it to the next level yeah
0: Right. Nobody invited her because she smells bad and or, you know, right, she dresses or, funny. Or, right.
1: Or she said this or she said that. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. You know, it, I'm certain that the social media um, giants really struggle, or maybe they don't care. But if they care, they really struggle because, again, it's a tool and it's it right. can be used for good or bad. And to just for, just for a second to take us to the flip side, uh-huh. I think about, uh, you know, this is something you and I have had conversations about and, I, and again, not to bring everything back to the pandemic, but I think the pandemic did kind of highlight this, the benefit of social media of keeping us connected when we might not have as many ways to connect as yeah. normal or as, as we usually do. But we've also talked about this, we both know people who for various reasons don't leave their homes, mm-hmm. or have difficulty being out in public for a very long time, mm-hmm. and thus have difficulty maintaining friendships because that's one of the things, you know, spending time with that somebody get, right, is part right, of building a friendship. Right. And social media is a fabulous way for people to build communities and join communities mm-hmm where they might not be able to meet in person, but they can be on this online community. So it's this amazing tool that can be used to really make people feel connected in a way they might not ever have been able to before. And also this tool to really just tear people down in a way that wasn't possible before. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that dichotomy is frightening.
1: It is. It is. I wonder if in previous eras, if other forms of communication were viewed that way. Um, That's a good and this, point. And this is ours. I'm thinking of newspapers, and you know, the way you you tore somebody down was through it, you know, an editorial or an article, and um, or or shared something about them that they didn't, you know, that was in their past and they didn't want to know it and, or they didn't want anybody to know. And so is it just a a faster, um, more direct way of doing what has been done for centuries and we're living through it. We're, we're seeing the pain and the um, yeah, we're seeing what it causes. So, yeah. So that is an interesting question. If every, if every era in time has, has had its form of um, damage through communication. So no matter what the channel was or how fast, yeah. yeah, Right. How fast or slow it was. Yeah.
0: When you said that, I was thinking about the telephone, like how once, once that kind of became popular and people started having telephones, then that's very different from I'm walking down the street to share the story with somebody, or I'm writing them a letter, which will take a week to get there. Right. Um, but now I can call them and they would instantly know Mm -hmm. what happened and then they can pick up the phone and instantly call. So I, it's a good question. I do wonder if this is, if this is our generation's version of Mm -hmm. this and, uh if that is is, what is the next i know what is the next generation version of this i feel like we maybe need to get a handle on this
1: yeah yeah it's clearly because when we we set out talking about this we had one kind of focus in mind but clearly uh, this lends itself to so many different aspects um, but tying it back to, to friendship, um, you know, positive and negative, you can more instantaneously um, reach out to people and congratulate people and share with them. And, you know, the, the opposite exists too. You can tear somebody down just as instantaneously. Um, and, and then would people revert to talking with one another to actually talk it through, um, to rectify it. But, you know, as, and clearly, it's a topic that we could spend a lot of time on. But as we we get close to wrapping up, um, what, you know, so going back to the point of feeling excluded, what are, what could possibly be ways to circumvent that?
0: One way that I can think of, and it's the pretty typical prescription for these kind of things, which is to not actually look at social media, yeah as often. It's to to give yourself a limited
1: and people do that, they'll take a break from yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and I definitely do uh, take time to step away and am not on it as as often as I know other people are, my own choice. But I do think that sometimes it is necessary to take a very conscious, um, very conscious action—either step away or mm-hmm. set yourself limits for X number of minutes or hours a day. I think part of the challenge is just getting caught up in that world, and yeah. it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, my main advice is to limit that—that that access, right.
1: To step away when it starts. But it's, yeah, easier said than done sometimes.
0: Much easier said than done. Yeah. You know, and then the other piece of advice is to unfriend people. Or or if you can't unfriend them because there's some complicated reason, at least make it so you can't see their posts or, you know, to kind of manage it that way because a little bit the challenge of it is that fire hose nature of everything. Mm And Mm -hmm. everything is coming at you and everything feels important. And trust me, much of it isn't important. A lot of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, good conversation. Really, really took on a topic that I think will warrant more more exploring at another time.
0: Agreed, I think we need to delve a little bit into some of these subjects.
1: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But thank you everybody for listening and watching.
0: All right. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.